you're going to be giving away a gift card. Yes, five hundred dollar gift card. So, yes, yes. That's the sanding system. That's a three by four, a five inch. Trey's favorite, the three inch. Yeah, exactly. We, we have so many. <laughs> we have so many. <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> Want to help? Us I'm not. I'm not used to having booth? an audience. This is. This is going to be fun. Uh, they're all naked, so it doesn't. Right. Matter, that's right. right. Well, you do a lot of public speaking, right? right? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first off, I want to say thank you to Joseph from Josex for lugging his entire studio to Atlanta to produce this episode. And I will leave his information. Uh, he sent me a picture, and it was his entire car was filled with, as he says, my crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, does a fantastic job of just production. And when I asked him, I said, Joseph, would you be willing to? He said, yes. <laughs> because he knew where I was going with it. Welcome to the lounge. I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. Surf Prep's front-facing firecracker once flung a hot dog at a saw stop and left the audience shocked. <laughs> sure did. If you've been following Surf Prep standing for a while, you've seen her smile, and she is everyone's friend. He is the man behind the brand, and Surf Prep is the shell company for his not-so-secret obsession to fill his closet with Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know we were going there. <laughs> He's a family man, and he has also never met a stranger. They are the sponsor of this podcast and an amazing family-owned business. Hannah and Skyler with Surf Prep are here live from WorkbenchCon. Thanks for having us, Matt. We're Thanks excited and fired here. up to be here. Yeah, so tell me, uh, we won't go into the Hot Wheels thing. That's okay. There's quite a few of them, though. But anyway. <laughs> okay, maybe we will go into it. If Surf Prep doesn't work out, he's trying to sell them on eBay. So that's how he'll pay the bills. <laughs> so can you guess which child told me that information? I'm going to guess maybe this one. Nope. Oh, really? Nope. nope. Madison? Or it could have been my son. It was the most innocent one of them all. Ah. So innocent. You, you know, you yep. just can't trust those. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had showed him the one, the intro portion for, for Hannah, and I was like, okay, now I need some dirt on your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have paid him handsomely. Yes, yes, I bet. <laughs> so Hot Wheels, you've got, you've got a collection of... A few. Yeah. yeah, I like the gassers in particular. Okay. So... Just a ballpark number. Um, you don't I, have to share, but you know the yeah, audience. Why well, do you want know. me to be uh, straight up and honest? I'd say over three thousand. Dang, that's too many. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Right, that is really most good. people it is a keep clothes in their closet, and he keeps Hot Wheels. I just have yeah. tubs of them. Yeah, you know that's awesome. So well, and Hannah, there there is a story there, and you know we don't have to go into it, but. There once was an incident with a hot dog and the sauce stop. Sauce stop. Sauce stop. I was asked to do the demo probably 10 years ago and very intimidated, very fresh in the industry. Never touched a table saw before and <laughs> going in with that hot dog and very Amish community at that show in Ohio. Was it in Ohio? At Northeastern Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Yep. So it didn't yeah. turn out well. If yeah. anyone wants it more exploded. information, yeah. you could... Let me know privately. <laughs> so just so you know, and we do have a, a, a live audience here. We do. And so yes, thank you all for being here. Yep. 
appreciate it. And we have a couple hecklers, maybe, uh, <laughs> that might be here. <laughs> Dylan and um, Scott. Dylan and Scott, yes. Scott Dylan. They're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> They're the biggest offenders. <laughs> and they're... They're walking out the door, They're but we, we've lost them. Bye-bye. So no more hecklers. Uh, but so, yeah, they're just if anybody's wondering, uh, the hot dog needs conductivity uh, to properly set off the sauce stop. So it's not recommended to throw the, the hot, hot dog, dog at no. the sauce stop because no. uh, that will... Uh, get you an intro on a podcast. Saw stop. So if, if that's need, what you're if after. You, if you need demos at IWF or AWFS, I'm your girl. I'm here to redeem myself. Yes. I said it first here. So, okay. Make your lounge. If I ever get to do that demo, I'm thanking you. Make it. We'll make it happen. It's, it's a redeeming thing. <laughs> so, Skylar, tell me a little bit about the history. So, Surf Prep, and thank you for being a sponsor of the podcast. You, you, we've struck up a relationship a couple years ago, and uh, we were at IWF in Vegas. Is yep. I think our first That's time. IWFS in Vegas. Yep. You held us in a corner, and you said, if you don't sponsor our trade sh- our podcast. Right. Yes. Uh, I said, someday I'm going to have a podcast, and you will be a sponsor of that podcast. <laughs> That's how it went. <laughs> yeah. I held your feet to the fire, mm-hmm. and here we are. Here we are. But uh, so... We we met back then, and uh, I don't know how long you've had even been in business. Uh, kind of at that point, yeah, Surf Prep was fairly a, a new thing to me. So, tell me about the history, um, uh, how Surf Prep kind of came to be. There was something yeah. before Surf Prep, absolutely, cer- certainly. Um, one thing I want to do is thank you also publicly because you were one of those people that stayed afterwards at AWFS hmm. for hours, Matt. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. That was- and you you were there helping us pull everything together, put it in the crate. And to that, I was very appreciative. Yeah. And I was very embarrassed because I got in your truck and I had just met you really. And I got in your truck after we were done unloading and my shirt was drenched. That's okay. My, in Vegas. It was, it well, was, it like, was so humid. I was everything. doing the armpit check the whole yep. day. Like, it was like, okay, at this exactly. point. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah the, um, the history, you know, a, a lot of people have asked me over the years, you know, well, how, how does someone get into sandpaper? Mm. And it's not like your childhood dream, right? <laughs> yeah. um, my childhood dream was sports and playing baseball. And with that, you know, pursuing that, I made it all the way through college and um, uh, was fortunate to play at a university where we had participated in national championships and had won uh, the national championship in 83 and 85 anyway. <clears throat> Later on, um, I, I was blessed to be signed by the Milwaukee Brewers. And um, during that summer, uh, summer fall season in A ball, uh, my vision changed. And so I was no longer able to play ball. Mm. So there were other plans for me that I wasn't aware of that, uh, anyway, um, shifted gears. And um, I ended up uh, running into a guy that was a few years older than me. And he had on the same World Series ring that I had. And, um, you know, it was like a fraternal meeting. It's like, whoa, you played for Coach Scalinos like mm, I did? Nice. And I didn't know him. And uh, we get to talking, and he says, hey, my company's looking to add a person in Southern California in sales. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, so what do you sell? And he's like, I sell sandpaper. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was a quick no. Was, like, it, was it traditional <laughs> sandpaper? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. all, you know, coated braces. And he said, well, one of our accounts is Louisville Slugger. I'm like, whoa, they must sand bats then, right? Mm-hmm. Wood. 
And um, he's like, yeah. And I was like, and it kind of intrigued me. And I'm like, eh, nah, I'm really not interested. But um, one comment he also made was like, you get a car. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you get a car. Well, my car was a beater, oh. you know, then. And so <laughs> what that's were you driving. Uh, it was an older Toyota. Okay. So, um, but anyway, um, that's where it kind of started. And I got, you know, I started with that company and I learned quickly that um, it was all about building relationships. And there was a 12 year, 13 year period where uh, that's all I had done is I was working on building relationships, trying to figure out where companies were struggling and bleeding and uh, became quite successful. It was rewarding. And um, thereafter, not too long after, I resigned because what was happening is a lot of companies were asking me for products outside of sandpaper. Mm. They're like, man, you have done so much to help us here. Can you get us wiping rags? Can you get us PPE? Can you mm. get us uh, sa- you know, safety equipment? Whatever. And um, <clears throat> so it wasn't fair to the company I was working for to start doing that mm. unless I went out on my own. And that's when I went out on my own. Um, and the process of doing that, uh, well, a lot of the companies I sold to were large furniture manufacturers, three, four, 500 employees in Southern California. And I was selling them, um, sanding sponges. So it's a two-sided sanding sponge. And I began working with an importer of those products by the name of Dixon Enterprises. And, um, so Dixon was my supplier for all of those products, one-inch blocks, two-sided pads, single-sided pads. I was selling, oh my gosh, there's 250 sponges in a case. Um, Each account was taking about 50 cases a week, and there were six of them. So it was significant business. And um, so I had had that relationship with that vendor, Dixon. One day in December of 2003, the phone rings at six in the morning, and Marina says, hey, Skyler, um, I'm selling the company. Um, hmm. I need to have an answer from you today by 5 o'clock if you <laughs> want to buy this company. No pressure. No pressure, Yeah, you know? And, you know, we're talking a, a couple of million dollars at that point, you know, many years ago in 2003. And um, <clears throat> long story short, there was tragedy in that family. Mary and I ended up buying the company. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, it was a global business. And what I didn't realize at that time was 80% of the revenue was for the fingernail industry. Mm. So it was for the wholesale beauty supply. Right. And, um, uh, and so it was big numbers um, in that vertical. But um, I started really, um, I had the liberty now because I was dealing directly with the factory in England to do some different things and to explore and to make some different things happen which um, kind of evolved into taking the two-sided hand pad, mm-hmm. removing the abrasive on one side, and attaching it to a hook-and-loop backup pad. Right. So we were helping the operator remove the abrasive from their skin and just grab a hold of the sander. Oh, nice. So <clears throat> that, that process, that, that went from like, oh, let's see, 2004 to 2009. You know, lots okay. of positives, lots of things were happening. Yeah. They, you know, the factory couldn't get everything set. Um, the pads were falling off. They weren't staying on and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, finally got it to where uh, it was perfected. And that's about the time in late 2008 where Surf Prep was born. 
Okay. Um, as a brand outside of all of the other products right. that we had. And so you had the small kids kind of at that at oh. that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of changes. Hannah, did you see your dad a lot during that time? Um, it, when I was forced child labor in the warehouse, yes. And he was my <laughs> he was my catcher when I was pitching. So yeah, yeah, we saw each other a lot. But yeah, yeah he was busy on the road, but always. At, always making an effort and always a present parent. So. Yeah, yeah. Made, made made sure I was always coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That was important. Yeah, raising a family. Well, I, I can <clears throat> see that. You know, just interacting with you over the number of you know years that that I've known you, and just seeing how you are with your family, which is why I said in the intro that you're you're a family man, and you right. you also kind of are a shepherd. You know, I think you kind of. You bring you. You're like a magnet for people. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's uh. So you were going through Dixon and and then surf prep started to to happen and started to right. So Dixon's what was the focus a, of surf prep? What was the mindset going into surf prep? Was um um you know identifying areas where we could reduce labor costs and material costs because the way a lot of these finishing departments were tackling their finishing jobs for in, be- in between coat sanding was uh, with nine by 11 stair rated silicon carbide sanding sheets. And they would put them on blocks or attach them to different um, you know, hand blocks, that kind of thing. And uh, you could only get so many parts out of a sheet. Mm-hmm. And with this new foam abrasive system that England had, um, had created for me, um, where we were getting two doors, we were getting 30 doors mm. with a pad. So the cost per unit to produce it, it dropped significantly. Mm-hmm. And so it became a big thing. And, um, and that's where I, I realized I've got a hold of something. And back then, nobody knew anything about this. Mm-hmm. Even, even the factory in England didn't really know what I was doing. Although we had a lot of collaboration, I guess it was just a matter I didn't have time to explain to them. Right. But I was going to bowling ball manufacturers, uh, mm-hmm. carbon fiber hockey stick manufacturers, um, of course, woodworking, all different coatings, any surface that needed to be prepped mm-hmm. for um, a coating. So um, yeah, we. I just I started traveling, Matt. Yeah, and that was uh, there was a two year period where I was gone for over two hundred days a year. Right, mm-hmm. and I I went um, through a grassroots approach to this because I knew if I went to suppliers or cabinet hardware distributors or coatings companies, they'd say to me like, "Well, what's surf prep? Yeah, you know, what are you surfing or right. preparing to surf or what?" <clears throat> and um, um, so I just got on the road, man, and I went everywhere I went. People, they saw the system, mm-hmm. and um, they began using it. I got it in their hands so that they could start running it on their products. And so what that did is it drove that demand right up through their local supply houses. Right. So they all started going to their suppliers going, hey, where do I get surf prep? Yeah. Then... We were getting $15,000, $20,000 opening orders at all these distributorships, and I forced that uh, that growth yeah, by being gone. That's awesome. And so you <laughs> mentioned the surf, the surf prep name. Hannah, do you, you probably, as the social media person, you probably get a lot of questions on, what is surf prep? Yeah, I'd say five, ten years ago, people wondered a lot, what is surf prep? And I feel like we've kind of infiltrated our way into multiple industries, the furniture flipping, re, 
refinishers, cabinet mm -hmm. refinishers, the maker community. So I don't have too many people really asking what it is anymore, but five, 10 years ago, yeah, yeah. we always had to, no, we're not a surfboard company, right. surface, surface preparation. preparation. So yes, we do have to let people know surface preparation, but yeah. yeah. It, it is crazy because I'll meet people and they're like, I've never heard of this. Mm -hmm. And for me, it triggers me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go back to, you know, I got to hit rewind and yeah. go back to the way that I would talk to. I, we're all about asking questions. Yeah. You know, our entire organization, I've got a, a white belt machine tech, um, you know, we had a director of sales, um, our entire support staff. We never tell anybody anything. We're always listening and asking questions. And so I find myself, even this last week, you know, a guy um, a couple of days ago is like, I've never heard of surf prep. I'm like, whoa, you know? So I guess kind of got to go back to that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, I think, also a play on because you guys are originally a Southern California um, business. Yes. And so yeah. the surf prep, the surface preparation, also playing with. That's your, exactly it. Yeah. And so also plays into your branding uh, a little bit, you know, with yep. you've got a, a, a bus uh, as a, a Volkswagen bus, yep, yep. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, We will have a bus one day. Mark our words. Yes. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's something fun that people love to buy into. It's yeah. not just sandpaper. It's a lifestyle. And yeah. I, I love that. That's great. I, I like that. And, you know, when you... A big reason, and, and I don't want people to feel like I'm trying to sell them on surf prep. Like, but a big reason why I got involved with you guys is because, well, I have you know Trey is is one of the person you know, people that I talked to originally, and kind of got me into the brand, and uh, then you know we connected, and then, and then we yeah. started talking. Hannah and I we started yeah. talking. And then I well, I, you guys did a crazy video. Yeah, we did a. That was we should talk about I'm that. Like, who yeah. is that dude? Yeah, Trey is actually here. Voletner. Unless he's who left. No, no, he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's this Voletner guy? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had Trey. Uh, I said, you know, I think we've got this great idea. Like, we need to do, we need to do something uh, to you know say thanks essentially to to serve prep. If, you know, just because you've supported him, and so. I was like, hey, let's let's do this idea, and I don't remember if it was his idea or my idea. It's it that was a while ago, but yeah. he's sanding, was, sanding, yeah. sanding. Yeah. yeah, No, you were yeah. you're like bored in your shop sanding. Yeah, and like, oh man, Trey, I need a I need to hook up on a new sander. You know, do you have any recommendations <laughs> or something like that? And he's like, uh, yeah, hold on, you know, in a perfect Trey, you know, kind of <laughs> way. And he's like, oh yeah, hold on, and he throws the box, and then. The box comes, and my wife had so much fun during that uh, taping because she got to throw the box at me. Oh. We're gonna have to rewatch that video this weekend. That kind of that that started a lot of our friendships and relationships. Yeah, kind of cool. I'll see. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can. Uh, I'll put that link in the show notes for that video. Um, but yeah, it's it was a fun little. I don't remember how long it was. Maybe two minutes or something like that. So Trey was one of the the initial people. Now in uh, Stephen Clyde we. He was also, you know, kind of one of the early adopters. Yeah, and, he was. Yeah. And so it's become, you know, not not only your family, but it's like this: the people who are here are also your family, and you, you are. Yeah, you just, yeah. you know, true. It's like it's a it's an amazing community, and um, we don't take one moment of that, or we just take none of that for granted. We're mm -hmm. blessed. Um, I believe, you know, um, blessings come because you work hard, you serve other people, 
And you can't, you know, you can't uh, keep calculations of like, I do this, I do mm-hmm. this, I do this. Um, when's it going to come? It's just like you do it, you know, and we're so honored to be here in the Maker's Lounge with you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, um, I mean, it's amazing the relationships that um, have come from this, and yeah. uh, we don't take that lightly. Yeah. <clears throat> so speaking of, of relationships and, and family, um, you know, Surf Prep lost a family member, mm-hmm. uh, you know, recently. And uh, so Austin. Yeah. Um, he, he's not direct family, but as <laughs> with anybody, you treat Austin. He like was about family. as family as you can get. I mean, I when he passed away, I think I texted you that day, Matt, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Do you remember after AWFS, oh we were gosh. all in that really fancy hotel yeah. with the boats going by, and yeah. Austin is always just Off making." His- ah, <laughs> ah. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. People yeah. are paying two hundred dollars for a romantic yeah. little. Yeah, they had their verandas. Veranda, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what they they're called, right? The verandas. Ver- they're coming down the, the oh, thing. Gondolas. Gondol- gondolas. Yeah, the gondolas. Yeah. What is a veranda? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ver- no, veranda is like a, a thing. I don't know. Anyway, I think you s- gondolas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So these guys are going down the down the river, and then Austin at the top of his lungs. Lord, <laughs> on my mommy. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Joseph's gonna hate me for that. He's gonna yeah. have to Sorry, bring Joseph. that audio <laughs> down. You could always fire him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> I but yeah, it. I mean, Austin was salt of the earth, and I got to the point where it's kind of, with coworkers, it's crazy because it's so easy to just come when you're in town, come stay at our house, become best friends with my husband. Yeah. Let me be best friends with your wife, and it's it's a trip. It's like you've talked, I've talked about it so much, and I, right. one of my best friends pa- passed away. It's crazy. And yeah. And life keeps going and we have to keep working and yeah. it's kind of, I wanted the world to just stop right? and for us to be able to take a year to just miss Austin and honor him. And it's mm-hmm. like, we got to keep rocking and rolling. It's the oddest thing to ha- to lose someone that you love so much and then have to keep working. Yeah. If it's a family member or a friend, I mean... It doesn't have, it's not infiltrated with your work. Right. So I've been, I, um, in order to honor and I know Austin knows that I'm doing this from above, but like we, um, we're selling these little surf prep, Austin Jackson, Houston, right from your hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all of the benefits are going to his wife. Who's just an amazing human being. And then yeah. every trade show I go to, I have my little Austin pin. I mean, Oh, I didn't. You, I need to get one of those. I'll, I yeah. brought this one for you. Perfect. So it's what can you do? It's weird yeah. when someone passes. You just have yeah. to honor them the best way you can. And um, Surf Prep is a better, more loving uh, company because of what Austin did for us. So yeah, I absolutely. can't ever thank him enough. <clears throat> yeah, you know, most people when they lose somebody, if they work for somebody else, they have bereavement, and they can take time yeah. for yeah. that. But being a business owner, you right. know, Skylar, you and, and Mary and, and well, the whole team yeah. has really uh, had to pick up and and do a lot more. Right. So mm-hmm. much so that it's, you know, reaching out to other people to like, can you do this show or can you, right. you know, fill in the gap, essentially. Exactly. Um, so kind of tell me what what's what um, has changed since Austin passed. It, what know, did he do, essentially? So that way the audience can. Yeah, he was our. Um, our director of sales, and he was res- he's responsible for one vertical of business that, um, um, you know, it's millions of dollars in revenue. 
And <clears throat> when you have that kind of revenue, there's a lot of people attached to that. Mm -hmm. So um, all of the um, cell phone calls, all the text messaging, all the emails are coming to myself and two other inside support uh, mm -hmm. women that we have. And uh, we're just doing it. You know, it, it's easy to just say, oh, woe is me. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, if I were sitting here with Austin right now and if, uh, if I had that kind of an attitude, he would be like, you know, um, dude, get on with it. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's uh, that's the way I hope it, it, it would be if that were me in that right. position, because life goes on. Right. You know, it just um, there's no change in that. Yeah. So, but uh, well, and you have a very supportive woman by your side. My favorite listener, Mary. <laughs> oh, you know, the Maker's Lounge is every morning. You know, I get out of the shower and your voice, dude, is just resonating through my bathroom. And there's my wife. You know, I get she's that a there. lot. You know, what's really funny is uh, not only that, she'll have like a, a Voltner t-shirt on while she's doing her makeup. And I'm like, dang, you know, what's yeah. this? It's like doing her makeup, doing her hair. Right. We love it. Yeah. We love it. Well, that's where the sponsorship money goes to. It goes to buy Mary swag. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we love Mary. She is she is really just a, a wonderful woman. Incredible. Um, yeah. And and I got to meet her in Vegas, you know, when I first mm -hmm. met you guys. And and she just she makes me feel like her son. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. she actually said I'm her favorite son. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and uh, so I will be expecting, uh, you know, that my name will be in the will at Absol some point. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Sorry, Skylar. No, it's <laughs> Skylar Jr., by the way, for the audience. There's Skylar Sr., who's right here. And there's Skylar Jr., who's in the back and is throwing darts at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of the audience, um, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Yes. Um, and so we are, you know, do you want to tell us? Well, let me say this. To sign up to be uh, part of that giveaway by March 28th, if you sign up to be a Patreon on any level, and go to patreon.com slash podcast. And sign up. There's $3 tier, $8 tier, and a $12 tier. Uh, sign up on any level. You'll automatically be entered. Uh, top tier patrons get like triple entries. And so it just depends on, you mm -hmm. know, what, what level you want to do. Uh, but you're going to be giving away a gift card. Yes. For... $500 gift card. So, yes. Yes. That's the sanding system. That's a three by four, a five inch. Trey's favorite, the three inch. Yeah, exactly. We, we have so many. <laughs> we have so many. <laughs> so five hundred. So thank you for doing that. That's, oh yeah, that's of amazing. Um, you know, you just being able to. I think <laughs> there's a lot of lot of murmur in the audience. <laughs> uh, I'm just repeating everything that I hear. Right. Living in the same house with you guys right, this week. Exactly. It's I'm been just fun. innocent. I yeah. just listen to everything you guys say. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it used to be a six-inch sander. Was, uh, so I just, you know, may have to edit that part out. <laughs> so thank you for doing that. And so uh, hopefully people will go out there and, um, you know, also follow Surf Prep. And hearing your story, kind of your, your family-owned and operated, um, your history, and just hopefully they're able to, the audience is able to pick up that, that vibe from you guys. Um, you know, so hopefully they'll go out and follow you on, on all that stuff. Tell us, so you, you're doing a lot of different stuff right now. You're, yeah. we're doing a lot. You, you guys have in the last year, uh, introduced pro foam. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So 
So maybe and tell us about some of the. And in the last week, we, I mean, today it's been hammered. Everyone's like, I had no clue. You guys have the cloth, the cloth portable belts, and you have the drum sander belts. So it's fun. We launched that last week. It's been a long time coming. We've been manufacturing those belts in our Southern California location for how how long? It's been um, forever. Six, seven years. Yeah. 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 So it's fun to finally be able to offer that into the industry. And yeah, the pro foam's been great and just got to keep pushing it. Yeah. So today you've got your uh, warehouse in, in um, California. Yep. And then you've got your warehouse in um, South Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep, yep. And Skylar uh, Jr. is running that operation yep. out yes. there. So you guys are kind of <clears throat> branching out um, and building you know coming up with new products and mm -hmm. and things like that and is there anything that we could expect in you know the, yeah. the future yeah i'm i get in a lot of trouble you know <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah that's, he's, the lawyer is not, not in the room so he you're okay right right <laughs> he gets in trouble but we had a talk the beginning of the year like what are or December of 2022. What are our goals for 2023? What are our goals for five years? What are our goals for 10 years? And it's a trip. Um, my buddy Shock the Fox, if anyone, I'm sure a lot of you guys know, Ty, um, he makes amazing custom guitars. Mm. And it's been so fun. I mean, I love my maker people. Like I love As long you. as Mary doesn't like him more than me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I don't know. No, she, she loves you. <laughs> But um, it's so fun being in so many industries where it used to sound crazy to my husband. It's like, oh, my God, I'm talking to my friend Stephen Clyde. And he's like, I like a Stephen Clyde. And then he you meets Scott. Stephen. Scott. Scott from South Carolina. <laughs> and um, he's like, who is this guy? And then he meets him. And it's like Stephen's now part of the family. It's crazy. So I'm so blessed that I have furniture refinishers who become my good buddy who I talk to about God and crazy, just yeah. crazy things that it's so hard to tell people who aren't in it. Like right. I met them on Instagram. Yeah. It's the weirdest yeah. thing, but it's so real. Like some of my realest, most important people are people who I met in this industry. Yeah. So it's fun. It's an exciting thing for me looking at the guitar industry as a new kind of avenue for us to explore and expand. Right. And then something that surf prep has really never touched on is the epoxy world. Mm. And yeah. so many woodworkers are using epoxy. And I right. think every single one of you guys use epoxy on a weekly basis. Yeah. So um, bringing higher grit pro foam so that we're going to be able to get those really high gloss finishes. Nice. Yeah. I, I didn't see any nudging. Don't like, don't say that. So I guess we're in the no, clear. We everyone don't have to edit everyone nudging is at home and hopefully they're not listening yeah. to the podcast. Right. And by then it's too late. Right. It's too late. Yeah. And Skylar and I will just leave and we'll be in a different state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Junior, kidding. are we on track here? Are we doing good? Okay, cool. I <laughs> just want to make sure that, you know, uh, so most, uh, I heard a really interesting um, podcast. I listened to a, a podcast, Colin and Samir, and they had a guest on, and they were talking about this. You know, if you, dr I don't remember who the guy was exactly, but they were, he was saying if you drive down the road and you see a cow, then you just see a cow. You you move on, right? Right. And if you, you because you've seen a hundred cows, and nobody stops and takes a picture, nobody. 
except for if you got small kids in the car, right? <laughs> moo moo cow, right? But most people aren't thinking, oh, wow, a cow, especially if you live in Texas like I do. <laughs> so the, the, the thing that they said was, now that's not a big you know, issue, but when you come across a purple cow, let's say, you mm-hmm. saw a purple cow, you're pulling the car over. Yep. You're mm-hmm. like, you're like, okay, that's wh- what is that purple cow? So that thing stands out from the noise. Absolutely. <clears throat> what does surf prep do to stand out above all of the other competition in this space? It's a very, it's a highly competitive space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I've, I've been asked that question since we won the Visionary Award. But never with a purple cow reference. Never, never with no, that reference. No, never, <laughs> never like that. Um, when we won the Visionary Award in 2015, it was for innovation and productivity and uh-huh. sanding. And um, that's, that's an award that um, a company like Merca, you know, 25, 27 years ago mm-hmm. um, had um, been awarded. And um, there are other companies like um, 3M, I believe, had, had uh, won that award. Mm-hmm. Um, when we won that award, and um, that was um, a panel of 20 judges from uh, some of the largest OEM, we're talking master brand, mm. large OEM manufacturers, kitchen cabinet companies, it could be the guitar industry, whatever. When those 20 judges gave us that award, um, I knew at that very moment, Matt, that I had to make something better. Yeah. That very moment, I knew that I couldn't rest on my laurels because I knew that I'm all about innovation mm-hmm. and there's always imitation. Right. And that's just free freedom. That's capitalism in America. And that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good for everybody. So I went to work immediately. And that's how long it took me to get ProFoam to market, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in the last few years with supply chain issues and that type of thing. Right. But my focus has always, you know, people say, well, who's your biggest competitor? Mm-hmm. And I look at them and I go, my biggest competitor is the six inches between my ears. Mm, Because if I'm focused on somebody else, and if I'm not focused on the user of the product, we've had women that call in or that chat that have um, multiple sclerosis, Mm. like my mother did all her life, and they're like, I'm able to sand a table with your Mm -hmm. foam sanding system. And I'm in the conference room, and I hear things like that, and I don't share this with a lot of people, I'll be transparent with you now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll cry. Mm. I'm like, well, my mom dealt with MS. Right. Okay. And so I'm like, really? A sanding system? You got to be kidding me. Mm. And I'm hearing this lady share this with our team. And I'm like, this is crazy. Changing lives. And so I always made it my mission to be um, if you're in second place, you're looking at somebody's back end. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I always want to be on the forefront. And during that time of travel, <clears throat> I'd been to Paul Reed Smith. Um, I'd been to Stickley Furniture. Hmm. And I'm, I mean, there was an incident at Stickley Furniture. I'm working with a lady on a sanding line. This lady has been on this sanding line for 25 years. Hmm. Sanding the same, on the same toe line, sanding the same type of chairs. God, that sounds miserable. But you, but <laughs> Matt, you know what? You look at that, right? And you're like, this is a human being. Yeah. Right? And um, I'm like, why did why have you shown up every day for 25 years? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there must be tremendous company culture there. there there's got to be some yeah. great core values. Okay, there's got to be something that that woman, you know, that she has never left. Right. 
Um, so we hand her the sanding system, and these people know in two seconds. They know somebody's sandpaper, their mm -hmm. sander. If these people are sanding for seven hours a day, they know that in two mm -hmm. seconds. Yeah. This lady sanded for 15 minutes. She turned around. She threw her arms in the air, and I telling you, Matt, I felt like I was in a Baptist church in the South. <laughs> she threw her arms up in the air, and she's like, Michelle, you know, honey, who's this man you brought here from San Diego? And it was uh, crazy. I knew I had awesome. a hold of something, and it just it just started snowballing, yeah. you know, and it took off. So um, I'm a visionary. I get yeah. in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. within our... Yes. Why you say it like that? Because you, you do. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool. But so you know, and you've got to have an integrator. Yeah. Right. And at this moment, that happens to be my wife, my my teammate. Right. And so I. And the other thing that's slightly frustrating in a, in our building is I'm the only dude in the office. No. Oh. It's like ten women. Yeah. I so think I, I'm the other dude. Yeah. So are yeah. you, are you planning you on and me. are you planning on doing a swap We're with, looking between at, uh, Skyler and Hannah? And just uh, well, he's them? he's you know <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, anyway, um, so being a visionary, I've already got you know ten things mm -hmm. that are coming, and this July, you know on a, on a I don't know a container or two or something. So we've got new things that are you know rolling out mm -hmm. because we always want to be on the forefront. So right. um, I would say um, in a nutshell, <clears throat> our service, nobody can beat it. Right. There are two women on our chat line. We have people that chat in and they're like, you guys never go to bed or you're always available. You're mm -hmm. always helping the work, you know, to do something. Right. And um, we've got to give back to those who've given to us. Yeah. So um, innovation, customer service, and we just do our best. We work and work very hard. Yep. So I've got, I've got two more yes. things. So you, you mentioned customer service, and there was a story that you told me about a company that dropped a, dropped a and I put air quotes uh, <laughs> dropped a sander. Can we talk about that for a moment? Sure. Yeah. So, and I don't want to put them on blast. Maybe I wish I mean, we had that sander with us. So there was there was a moment when you got a phone call, yeah. and said, "I hey, my employee dropped." And air quotes again, this this sander, you know, yeah. you need to fix this. Well, yeah, yeah, he called me up, and that's partially correct. He goes, "Hey, Skyler, um, I just made an investment. Um, I I've loved this system. I loved what it, um, uh, what you know, what it was all about." He goes, "I bought seven of them, and it's our three by four electric ray." I'm like, "Great." I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Well, they're junk." I'm like, are you kidding me? In my mind. And I don't ever want to verbal spar with anybody. Right. Right. So I'm asking questions. Well, what exactly is wrong with it? You know, what would cause you to, you know, share that like that? He's like, um, my guy, um, he said he's dropped it off the table and it just doesn't work anymore. So I said, do me a favor. I said, here's my UPS number. Send that thing to me next day or but be available tomorrow when I get it so we can do a FaceTime call because I want to open the box yeah. with you on the video call. And um, so I call him up, and he answers the phone. He goes, hey, man, I need to come clean with you on something. I'm like, what's up? He goes, I, and I won't repeat what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he said we have that, the bleep button ready, Joseph? He said that kid <laughs> drove over that sander with an F-350 Ford Transit cargo van full of five-gallon pails of paint. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what I thought that thing. I thought a forklift drove over it. Yeah. Anyway, what was really cool is he didn't um, – 
he didn't expect anything. He's like, I'm just really sorry. He goes, I'm, I can't even believe I put you in this position. I go, hey, Steve, you know what? Don't worry about it. I go, listen, why don't you hang out for a minute? I took the whole lower assembly of the tool apart, the metal plate, the backup pad, took the pad supports out. I go, we're going to build this back up. I'm going to plug it in. I said, we're going to see if it's, if it's rocking and rolling for you. Mm -hmm. Did all that with him on there, plugged it in, Matt, ran beautiful. <laughs> That's the difference in our nylon composite housing and how it protected that motor and the computer board. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I can't believe you did this. He goes, you're the owner. I'm like, dude, all that means is I clean the toilets just like you probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in the bathroom floor every once in a while. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't believe you did this. Mm -hmm. I go, well, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And he goes, okay, uh, how do I pay you for this? I go, don't worry about it. I'll put it in the mail to you, UPS, and uh, you'll have it in a couple of days. Yeah. So. So, um Hannah, the and I said two more things. It's really two more things from now. Um, <laughs> it's oh, like the last last you. thing. Four this is things. the yeah. Uh, the culture that you know your parents have kind of put into into the business. Like, how have you seen that? Has it been just consistent? Like, how have you seen that affect other people and other? Um, our culture. It's crazy. Um, I'd say <clears throat> it's an ever every single day we're growing and becoming better and better and better. And our culture started, I'd say we started kind of peaking and we're never peaking. We're always, there's always, always room for yeah. improvement, but um, we started book clubs and it started with some of the guys in the warehouse. Hmm. And then we ended up um, reading two second lean with Paul Akers and anyone listening to this podcast, if you want to just, um, make your morning routine at home better. Yeah. Read Two Second Lean. That's an amazing book. And Paul Akers is an amazing guy. Um, but we started implementing book club and um, the guy in the back who we'd never heard talk or say a word before started coming up with lean ways to make production in the warehouse run smoother. And mm -hmm. it, it just, the team camaraderie just grows and everyone's so much happier. So right. it's been implementing little things like that, that have really made our company better. And we have so much more room to grow and just employee recognition and all that. There's, nice. um, we, we love, we love our company culture and we, we learn from other people. We're definitely not reinventing the wheel. I look at reborn cabinets. Um, there's a lady named Diana there who mm -hmm. I, I notice how she recognizes her employees. They have so many employees. She recognizes all of their birthdays. So mm -hmm. there's little things that make you love going to work. Awesome. And another thing in our company culture that all of our buddies here, um, we will show videos that you guys share using surf prep mm. and, when Michael, he's on the machine 40, 50 hours a week, when he's punching surf prep pro foam pads, gets kind of redundant. Mm -hmm. But when he sees how it's sanding mm -hmm. um, a beautiful tabletop or bringing back to life a grandfather clock that's been in the family history for generations, um, wow. he's like, know what? This is why I take pride in my job because people like you, Matt, are using surf prep and it's helping you do a better job at your job. So, so great. It's fun for us to be able to see you guys, the people who are using it on the daily basis and it yeah. makes us love our job. Yeah. So literally keep pressing forward. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Literally. That's awesome. Yep. Always mm -hmm. room for growth. Uh, most people that have a five year plan or a 10 year <laughs> plan in nobody saw that 2020 
we were going to be dealing with a pandemic, right? So you guys probably went through a lot of uncertainty during that time. And we, I don't want to dwell necessarily on all of that, what happened during that time. Nobody wants to relive that. Those two years mm-hmm. just don't exist, right? Okay. right. <laughs> we just pick up and move on. But how has that shaped the way that you are going to do your five and 10 year plan? Does it make you tighten up or does it make you just say, yeah, we, you know, um, although we've had tremendous growth, you know, when you're, when you're well over eight figures and in revenue, that's a, that's, it's significant. And, um, okay. So what did COVID teach me? COVID taught me patience and it, it taught me that, um, I'm not in control um, there, there was an external force affecting all of us, mm-hmm. all of our business. We didn't know, you right. know, nobody in the world knew, um, two more weeks, and, two know, more weeks. Yeah. April, <laughs> you know, like April, everybody was paralyzed of yeah. 2020. I'm sitting there and then, you know, one vertical of our business, which is multiple millions of dollars a year is the nail, the, the beauty supply industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we heard, uh, I don't know, what's that lady Lopez, Oh yeah, Jennifer Lopez, whatever yeah. <laughs> you know, she or I, don't, I was something. Something happened, whatever, and uh, so all of a sudden, all the nail salons are shut down. Mm. We're shipping nothing. Wow, you know, if you yeah. can't, if you can't ship, you know, millions of dollars a month of product, yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm looking around at all the employees. I'm like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And um, man, we uh, thank goodness they started going through the back door. Right. <laughs> All the nail salons yeah. and hair salons, everybody's going through the back door. People need so, their nails done. Yeah, they need their nails done. If they're happy, they need their nails done. If they're right. sad, they need their nails done. But yeah. um, <clears throat> so we uh, we just stayed the course and boom, you know, all of a sudden the whole, uh, that whole part of the, it, it was, we had crazy growth. Hmm. You know, through the last quarter of 2020, mm-hmm. all of 2021, yeah. those were crazy uh, years. Um, and what I was going to say is our market share, even though we are where we are, we have such a tiny market share. Mm-hmm. And for us, we can always be growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just have to have the right mindset. Whoa. You got to have the right mindset. You got to have the right um, attitude, have a lot of faith, um, and um, uh, just keep serving. Yeah. Because somebody out there needs help. That's great. So, such such great words. I know that we could go on for hours. And yeah, we'll, we'll continue this conversation. But uh, you know, people can can go and check out the Sir Prep stuff. I'll put it in the the links uh, in the show notes. And um, you know, I've really enjoyed, always enjoyed talking with you guys and loved hearing a little bit more of the backstory things I didn't cool. necessarily uh, hear before. Yeah. Uh, so it, you're kind of like a, an onion. I keep peeling back uh, layers of, of the business, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is incredible. So thanks for, for being here and, you know, separating this, this time out. Thanks to Joseph uh, from Jojax <laughs> for uh, producing this episode. And uh, also thank you to the Patreon uh, members if you want to get in on that giveaway for the $500 yes. gift card, yep. head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And so thank you to, uh, we always like to name out our uh, top tier patrons. We're going to name all of them out. Uh, we have 18. So do just, it. let's do it. Jimmy McAnally, Artigian Osirio, Wim Design, Calvary Customs LLC, Clean Cut Woodworking, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Broken Lead Woodworks, Starks Lagoon, Sawyer Design, 
Making at Home, JNE Design, Temecula Yard Games, Jason Bent, 513 Woodworks, Corey Devol, and Andy Bird Builds. Right on. Thank you, guys. That's and thank awesome. you to the Patreon members and everybody in the audience for, for being here. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, I am like hooked and want to do live in-person <laughs> episodes from now. So, so this yeah. has been pretty cool. So thanks for, for doing that, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks, Matt. Thank you.